The TNT Shop has great gift ideas for your furry family member at tntradio.live. You're with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Come one, come all inside the greatest show on earth, the Joseph Arthur Technicolor Dreamcast. Here we are again. Happy to be here. Happy to be alive. Um, Got a new painting right there in the background for those of you watching on YouTube and Rumble. We'll see how this survives. I got so many of them, I can just keep changing them out. But anyway, enough of all that. You know, my other job outside of broadcasting on TNT is to be a bit of a songwriter. And in that realm, I consider myself uh, a, a decent lyricist. It's not often I get jealous of other people's lyric writing ability, but not so with my next guest who uh, one time did a show with me out in Jersey at our good friend Drew Ekman's house. He does this amazing house concert series. And uh, we both, I think, went out there together. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we went out there together. And Kelly strapped in and started singing her songs. And I was blown away by the storytelling that she had in her lyrics. They were like these long, Dylan-y songs that would just go on and on and on. And you might get bored if the lyrics weren't so good. Kind of like Dylan's best stuff. Any which way. Kelly Swindle, like a great rock and roll swindle, is a country folk blues singer and songwriter from Georgia, who is now based in New York City and Nashville. She released her debut album, You Can Call Me Darling If You Want, in 2020, which received positive reviews and charted in Europe. She is known for her engaging storytelling and Southern charm in her songs and live performances. And she's here with us now. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you for coming on. How are you? Joseph, hello. I'm wonderful now thank you it's so good to see you it's really good to see you when's the last time we saw each other i think we practiced yoga at fierce grace we at one did time that. we definitely hot did yoga that. hot yoga very intense uh yeah <laughs> very good though had some broth after i remember that i feel like we've mm -hmm. seen each other since then but it's so hard to tell like i don't know ever like it, it's it's time has been wacky the past four years and 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 for me at least in my opinion since we were in new york city during COVID, it was nuts so yeah the world got real strange real fast and everyone got put in some kind of strange soul cuisinart and we got spun around like this and then we all splattered all over the universe and probably became different people as a result what do you think changed you over the last three or so years what what changes in you has come from as a result of that both in your music and as like your personal develop development or soul development oh a few quite a few things um well one i think you know being during COVID, especially being in new york during COVID, because i feel like that was a, a very specific experience because it was shut down so we were really not able to see it was a lot of time by yourself or you know just with your significant other so i for sure uh i feel like i have gotten a lot more specific about what i want to be doing with my life while i'm alive and what i don't want to be doing and what i don't have a tolerance for anymore um and i've definitely been a lot more aware of my physical mortality um and that's really a lot of my work i've been doing the last couple of years uh in terms of my writing has been about that 
um, we've just been like in this really intense crucible during COVID. And I feel like you said, we just all got splattered out. And uh, yeah, I certainly haven't been the same. And I feel like uh, nobody, the world isn't the same, of course, but I've definitely just been a lot more aware of when I say my mortality, but also then what, so how do I want to live my life? Um, and that is, you know, the life I want to live without fear and without, uh, yeah, I don't want to have any regrets whenever my time is. So that's what I, that's what this album that I've been working on is about. And that's, it's also, it's very much a spiritual uh, practice writing, which I, I'm sure it is for you too. So for sure, that's what, that's my little, that's if I, I could ramble on forever about that, but that's, I will cut myself off there. That's where I'm at. Yeah, writing is definitely a spiritual practice. Lately, I've been making myself get up at 4.30, which means like 5 a.m. when I hit the snooze button a couple times. And uh, just writing, it feels so good to do like two hours of writing before you do anything else. And I'm just writing words, not really songs. I'm working on some kind of book or something. I don't know what it is, but um, it's fun. It's fun to be engaged, and it takes so much effort to get to that place where you're not working against yourself in your life to flourish creatively um what what do you do to make sure you can flourish creatively in your life Ooh, well definitely i i think like a a real like a spiritual practice for me i do meditation and prayer and like i to me creativity you need to be like you need to be open and you need to you know have that lightness and like that connection to something else whatever you define it so for me like that's super important working on my spiritual life um and whether it's like i'm really into mysticism and reading and like what or philosophy just like getting I like to feel like rich inside so then it can like overflow if that makes sense like then it's not just, i'm not just like searching for things to write about like it's just like a rich inner landscape and definitely uh then you have to be practical about it too like i am you just saying that you're getting getting up that early to write i was i'm so envious of that i'm like you know that's something i've been really thinking about like getting up early to get so that way no matter what i have I've written that day as opposed to, you know, if you schedule time later in the day, things start to happen and then you're like, oh, I didn't write today. And then like three days go by and then you're like, all right, I need to set some time time aside, you know, because so much of like the practical things of life get in the way um, that you have to get done. So carving out time to write and the fact that you're doing it every day first thing when you're like fresh and like in that liminal state coming out of dream time, I think is awesome. And that is that's an important thing too, carving out time to do the thing. Otherwise it'll never get done and it'll just stay in your imagination and not happen. So. Exactly. I'm forced into it because I have a daughter. So I had to, I realized finally that I spend, you know, half the week, 12 hours a day with her, you know, and there, and I can't start a project and then every other day not work on it and get anywhere. So I realized the only way I'm going to be able to consistently work on anything is to change my wake up time. I re- I'm really aiming for 3.30 a.m., but that's kind of ridiculous. But honestly, and then and when you get into that early zone before because you got to think of the modern world we're in. We can't help but check in on social media. We get like bombarded with all this information, all these people like giving, like flooding our their ideas into our heads. 
And then so by the time you do finally sit down to write, if you want to write something consistently and it's in the afternoon, you're already frazzled, basically. Mm -hmm. So like in the morning, it is just make sure you don't look at social media, make sure you don't check emails. You just get some coffee, have have a Zen nicotine pouch if, if you fancy one and then get to writing. And it's uh, it's actually a blast. And then, yeah, and then you do that for a couple hours and you already feel good about yourself. And then you go on with your day and you've kind of already at least clocked in some forward momentum, you know? I love that. I remember Hemingway did that. That was his, like, you know, even, even mm -hmm. you know, being a, an intense alcoholic later on in the day and evening, he would always get up super early before everyone else was up and the world was up to get his writing in. And I always thought that was really rad. And I love that you're doing that too. I'm, I'm, I'm truly inspired. I'm not just saying that. Like, I'm like, I, that's, I need, I want to get to that, that discipline, getting that, getting up early and getting the thing done. Cause then everything else is just great. Icing on the cake, you know, the rest of the day. Yeah, that's cool. But getting to that discipline is not mm -hmm. easy because uh, there's like all kinds of internal saboteurs in all of us, especially like the artistic life. And then if you believe our battles with principalities and not with flesh and blood, then there's actual demons trying to subvert us. But even if you just think of your own psychology or potential resentments or whatever you think causes procrastination it's like you have to come up with a scheme and a plan to fight through those things don't you think one thousand percent that's that's you couldn't have said it better whether depending on no matter what your like philosophy or your view is like whether you think it you know demons or like you said psycho psychologically psychological demons like they're i yeah absolutely there are forces way more forces outside of ourselves and there's definitely it there's definitely a plan and structure that one needs to get together to that's something that i've been working on this season because i'm into i'm into astrology and uh in 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 in, 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 in an unconventional way um that's a whole other thing but it's capricorn season which is discipline which is you know getting on getting 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 your shit together and really I'm just that's the season it is right now yeah that's where we are right now it is like the dead of winter it is time to buckle down and like get it together and put in those structures in place that are going to support you for the rest of the year and in your life and so it's all about like yeah the structure and that's what i'm and, but not just like a structure for the sake of structure because that's rigid you don't want something that's rigid so it'll break you need something that can bend a structure that can bend um, but still support you. And that's what, that is my struggle right now is finding that because I can tend to be, you know, very, you can all over the place or incredibly creative, like just, you know, ideas, all these things I want to do. And, and then if you don't have a structure for that, you're like, it, it, it gets away from you. All these, all these plans that never actually, uh, solidify so that's where i am right now working on that trying to figure out that daily structure that's going to support me but not feel like not feel rigid not feel like i'm like oh beholden to like the schedule it, it, it should flow so that's that's what's up i agree with you it should flow but also i don't know okay because i started pa practicing bikram out here in arizona they have the 26 and 2 and what i love about it is it is totally structured it's the same 26 postures done twice in a row over 90 minutes every totally. single time 
but does it yeah. flow? It flows. It's, it's it's rigid in their structure, but it. Do you know? Do you know what I'm saying? I agree with you totally. Yeah, but like the hot yoga we did in New York, yeah. that was yeah, more yeah. of like an open ended. Whatever the teacher decided, downward oh, facing it? dog. This, that, the other thing, and oh, that is that. cool. But I don't like it as much as knowing that this pre-existing you know that's mm -hmm. been passed down for thousands of years uh program is set mm -hmm. and um and there's something about going at it every day and the poses that you suck at suddenly you start making progress on and it, it really mm -hmm. is this relationship with your body and balance that's incredible and i think the same exact thing exists in the realm of art and the structure you're talking about your instinct to really make a defined structure is I think really good because then within that you become even more free to actually expand and play totally yeah I mean that's yeah that that gives you the structure gives you room like with the walls then you you can play otherwise you're just like all over the place like it, it's it's incredibly important the structure so we're on the same page there that's for sure and so when you say the three years have made you stop putting up with things that you would have put up with in the past can you give yeah. any examples of that well i would say a big thing was like getting out of like working in nightlife like um because not that they're it just for me personally it was like killing me like i didn't even realize that you know just work you know staying up till four or five a.m working i'm working but it's not it's not i i realized like during COVID, i was like this is not this is not the the life i want to be living i don't want to be working in a bar till 5 a.m you know even though it makes me good money and even though it's all i've kind of ever known in terms of like it's it, music and working in bars which kind of go together i was like i just need to find another way to 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 support myself outside of music as well. So like getting out of getting out of out of nightlife, which is, you know, that was that was a big thing because I've been doing that. I've been bartending forever, like since I was in my early 20s, late teens. So that was that was a big decision. And uh, yeah, I mean, that, that that was probably the biggest thing because that was like a, a physical change in like my lifestyle being like, I'm not gonna, I just can't deal with working and physically working in bars anymore. I'll play in them and I do, but it's different to be there all the time. And it, those energies, they, they stick to you. They, it's like, it's, it's not, it, it wasn't good for my psyche and my body. So that was, that was definitely a big thing for sure. And so what are you doing now instead of working in bars and whatnot? Sure. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm touring a lot more, so that's great with my music. Um, and then I'm actually, I'm still working in, uh, let's see, in conjunction with bars. So now I'm doing like admin and HR stuff, like which I can do on the road. I can do, you know, which is like a nice, nice way to make some, make, make a steady paycheck while I'm also being an artist. So I was able to, now I don't love admin work, but I'm like, I got to the point, like I said, where, where I was like, I can't, I can't be in a bar till 5am every morning. I just, it's just not good for me. So. It's interesting how there's like horrific thing that's happened to the world, basically, um, you know, and the sort of looming catastrophe that lingers around it still um, has, you know, evoked positive changes in a lot of people, I think. It, it's 
I, I think about that a lot. Like humanity's consciousness in general seems to be elevating. And I think mm -hmm. there's a, you know, a lot people gave up their personal freedoms pretty easily. Um, mm -hmm. They didn't speak up. Perhaps they were all afraid to really say what they really felt about what was going on. And there was definitely tremendous societal pressure to do certain things. But it's interesting because I think the sort of it's it's birthed in people um, more independence, I think, and more and, and a more self-empowerment, I guess, in practices, wouldn't you say? Totally. One thousand percent. I mean, I definitely... I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with you. I've seen that, like, not just with uh, friends, but, um, you know, casual acquaintances and, and, and even, even myself, like I absolutely in the future, because I did not to get all, well, whatever, we'll get all, we'll, we'll go back to the, get in the COVID thing, you know, cause as you know, we were in New York together at the same time, I believe. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, and, and, and I then was I got kicked out of New York. After 25 years of service to New York, with, um, I got unceremoniously pitch booted. Pitchforks, pitchforks and, uh, and torches. And, They're going to let me back in, Kelly. They can't, they can't you're, quit you're on me that come easy. Back in. Come on, you're not kicked out. Come on, come back. You're welcome back. I'm not even in New York right now. Like I'll, I'll be up there soon, but I've, I'm not even there right now. I'll be um, up there soon, January 25th and 26th. Yeah, we're playing. Uh, what's it called? Here's a shame. At right? uh, City Winery, and then at Berlin. Yeah, with Diane Berlin, Gentile yeah. on the on the 26th. You got to come, please. Come. I would love to. I will Do actually be in Scotland. I'll be in Scotland, wow. but I would love to. I know, which is going to be pretty rad. So, but I'm I'm bummed at all the stuff that I'm missing. That's for sure. Oh, oh wow. but to get, to get back to the but everybody else, if you're out there, go see Joseph Arthur. Berlin yeah. and City Winery. Do it. Um, but, uh, you know, so I, w I wasn't getting the vaccine. I was like, no, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. From the beginning, I was like, this doesn't feel good for me. I, I just have a bad feeling about this. I was like, I don't yeah. care. You guys get it. Like, I remember I'm not, that. I don't care. I was like, I was like, I just personally don't want it. And that was from the very beginning when they first started talking about like March or April. Like once we get a vaccine for this thing, I'm like, I'm not taking a vaccine for this thing. Like, mm. I'm not taking that. Just I just knew I shouldn't. And um. And it got to the point, you know, it got to the point where it was basically mandated, where you couldn't be, you couldn't, mm -hmm. I couldn't work. I couldn't work without it. And I did give in because I was like, I I, in my mind, I was like, I in my mind, I was like, well, I'm not going to move and do all this stuff. I was like, all right, okay, I'll, I'll do it. And, 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 and if I could go back in time, I would not yeah. have done it. I would have quit and moved. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. That is how much it affected me and it was no joke and I should have listened to myself but it is what it is but when you're there and you're like but this is how I'm making yeah. my money bars were open at that point I couldn't play music in the city all these things and I was like all right it's just a little I'll just get the J&J &J, I'll just get one and it'll be fine and no it was not like I broke out like crazy my eczema was worse than ever I had gotten it down over many years of like various herbs and like I was in a good place at that time and then it's just my depression which is can be terrible just came back like the worst ever and i was just in a terrible place because of this one stupid shot for and yeah. it wasn't just a week it was for a really long time and i still i still mm. feel like there's effects and it was just long story short i will not be doing that again i don't care what they say i'll just have to figure something else out because uh, yeah it, it's like no it's not worth it 
And, I remember. Uh, I remember talking to you. I remember seeing yeah. you on the street. Yeah. I remember we talked yeah. before and we both said, no, we're not getting it. And I remember seeing you on the street and you were kind of upset and you were like, dude, I actually got it um, because uh, what you just said. And uh, I remember that. And uh, I, you know, I, I can understand why people cave to it because like you said the pressure was enormous i gotta take a break and when you come back you gotta play a song for us we will be right back after these words on tnt tnt's pervoy morich he details factually how russia is rolling out the algorithm ghetto um you know the the, the multipolar edition of the algorithm ghetto a prototype of a traffic light that records traffic violations by a pedestrian at a crossing was tested in Moscow. So Russians now, they'll they'll have a, the government will take a snapshot of their face and then run that through the databases to figure out who is who and then find them, uh, I suppose. Uh, and then, you know, he, he points out that there are a lot of developments now. Moscow 2030, it's, it's uh, they want to make uh, Moscow achieve smart city status uh and there's just you know you look at the white papers moscow and russia are all in on agenda 2030 smart cities algorithm ghetto digital ids pervoy morich on today's news talk tnt anticipate potential delays for the morning commute in other news a recent government report on prescription drug pricing points to corporate mouth Freedom of the press is about your right to know. What are you talking about, man? Look at his stats. It's about your right to be informed. Your right to access all types of information keeps us free as a nation. No, 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 no. Today, there are real threats to press freedom. And your right to know about the world around us. Look. Some threats are obvious, some are easy to miss, but they all put our way of life at risk. We must defend against all of these threats, no matter what kind of news is important to you. Justified putting American troops in harm's way. That's a great question. We must protect our right to know before it's too late. Understand the threats. Protectpressfreedom.org. Unbiased information. Honest and forthright. News without the misinformation. It doesn't matter what side you're from. What matters is what you say, the truthfulness behind it. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And we're back. We were just talking about the pressure of the COVID vaccine. And who's that tennis player, the famous one? I can't, I never can remember his name. Novak uh, Djokovic. Uh, you know, he was the only tennis player that resisted it. Um, very few football players resisted it. It, You know, very few people resisted it, honestly. And there was Mm -hmm. just this clip that was going on Twitter where he was serving at some match. I don't know what, probably some huge one that I should definitely know, but I'm not a big tennis guy. I like watching tennis and I, and I used to play it here and there. Um, but anyway, some guy yelled, get vaccinated right before he served and he was and he just stopped and he like turned around and he walked towards the stands kind of did this with his neck and then turned around and walked back and then just served an ace it was so punk rock it was it was like better than a sex pistol song it was like the most punk rock thing i've ever seen it was so good 
<laughs> it was <laughs> that is awesome. So good. A literal ace. For yeah. Her. So I, I want Probably you to play a song, but because this vaccine uh, conversation yeah. you don't mind yeah. having is is yeah. uh, pretty compelling, and so you're saying that there's you still feel some of the effects of it, huh? Totally. I mean, well, the biggest thing is, is my mental health. I'm just, I'm just saying like I was, and I was doing, um, I've been doing a lot of work, uh, on my, yeah, on my mental health and on like getting my gut in a good place. Cause they are, they're connected of course. And we're learning more and more how the, the brain gut connection. And, and yeah, like, like I said, it just, I went from here to like with my depression, my just de depression has not gotten back on track. Um, it's much better than it was, you know, when I first, the first year or so, but um also i ended up yeah like I, I i i my health is still it's still not where it was um i'll say that like in terms of like also again like my eczema like, like eczema on my scalp and like different places was was in a great place and it's and i still have these flare-ups that i wasn't having so it's just it's still very much like my body is still like there's I, and I don't know what it wiped out. I don't, cause it's, it's kind of a mystery. I'm not really sure, but something like a lot of, I guess just a lot of good bacteria was wiped out that I haven't been able to like replenish. And it's definitely like a mental and uh, yeah, foggy brain fog, like a mental, mental mm. handicap, I guess. Not, not a technical well, handicap. You know I mean? Listen, I, I don't know much about it, but I've interviewed a few doctors and I know they recommend regular ivermectin usually for people that even want to sort of and that there is protocols out there in terms of if you have been jabbed and you feel like it's having negative effects and you want to clear things out. Uh, I think ivermectin is is recommended, but I can ask people specifically yeah. and get more information to you. But there are things you can do. I mean, cold plunge uh, is a good one and yoga, obviously. And, and just also with depression, I just think it's rooted in identifying with thoughts too much because our minds, when we identify with our egos, uh, that's just a nightmare. But if we... Yeah identify with presence and present moment awareness and forgive everyone in our life and keep bringing ourselves back to presence then we can see how crappy all of our thoughts are and we're looking at them from on high like get a load of what this guy's talking about rather than being in it going oh no what, are, what am i who am i why am i a piece of crap that kind of thing you can like sort of see the guy talking so the more you practice presence and metacognition but i don't know if you work on that you said you meditate so maybe you do i do i, I do and and well i mean and you're right in that it is something that can very quickly take me out of it for sure um and th like that that really is that is the way is not identifying with with all like just not having attachment to all these things whether it's our thoughts who we think we are our things that we have like the the quote-unquote problems all that for sure and that's uh definitely like a big part of my meditation practice and just like you said a present like presence just going out and sitting i go and sit by the river and just just take it all in and just try you know just try to let the thoughts just go and observe them but not attach myself to them and also when i when i consider that like i am depressed i'm like no i am not depressed I have depression right now, but like it, I, I, that is not who I am. You know, I am happy. I am not happy. I have half a happy emotion right now, but that is not me. Um, you know, that's, 
you're right on there. And, and I'm, thank you for reminding me of that because it's easy to to sometimes go in a little spiral and then you have to go, oh wait, I have tools, I have tools for this, let me use my tools. But when, our, when physiologically we're in a good place, it's, uh, it's, I'm just saying like physiologically, um, I feel like I'm not, I was in a place before where I was less prone to have uh, these episodes mm. for lack, lack of a better word, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, that's, that's- What about your connection with sort of like your spirit connection your connection with god because that we sometimes people talk about oh they they sense that people who have gotten the jab have sort of lost their connection with that a little bit or something you hear people talk about stuff like that do you sense any of that or do you think like that or do you think that's true or not i well first of all i would say that one can never truly lose their connection with god um so but i understand what you're saying like maybe there's like a veil or a mask or something like an illusion that makes you feel feel that um i will say that i will say this um it's hard to to say because i would say i wasn't as i've definitely gotten a lot more into my spiritual practices and just a lot more serious in the last year or so year year or two years so at that time in 2020 it would have been or maybe it was 2021, actually. 2021 is when we would have gotten, late 2021. I wasn't in the same place. So for sure, I think I, 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 would, have, I would have felt that way because I definitely felt very, uh, yeah, kind of dark and hopeless. And I, I don't think I was connecting as much uh, with God, with spirit, with, you know, whatever anybody wants to call it. Um, but I, I would definitely say, so it, it is possible. I've never thought about that, to be honest. But I also was in a very different place. Like I'm not, I didn't have the same practices that I do now. And I didn't, I didn't have the same desire and fire that I have now, you know, to make it like mm. just part of all of my days. So yeah, that's something, that it's, it's interesting that you say that. Uh, I think it's entirely possible that maybe like it felt like there was a veil and even more of a veil that descends on one once you get that jab. I don't know. All right, well, Kelly, it's uh, we got to do a song because uh, time because of time we got to get into some songs here. Um, what are you gonna play for us? Um, I'm gonna play a song. Well, we're gonna capo it. We're gonna we're gonna play around. I'm not sure. I think I'm feeling kind of yeah. We'll capo it today. This is called "The Love You Leave." So I wrote this song after going to go see. Um, so my my dad, we we were briefly talking about this. My dad passed away um, in 2018, so before COVID, and I'm actually in his office right now um, at my mom's house. And it was a really it was really sudden. Um, it was really shocking. It, you know, I, I was really. Uh, and we had had a really tough talk that night, the night that he died. And then I woke up the next morning to find out he was dead, and it was just it was awful. And I had I I needed closure. I was, you know, full of grief and I just wasn't finding it. And I was having a really hard time. So I ended up going to a medium to, to talk, to see about connecting with him. And I, I, we did as, as far as I'm concerned. And he basically gave me this song. I came home and I, I wrote this song. Um, I wrote this just from, from what I, from the presence that I felt from his just yeah, feeling feeling my dad, just feeling my dad and just talking to myself uh, with his voice. And that's what this song is. It's called The Love You Leave, and it's just his message to me, which I'm imparting to everybody else. And uh, 
that's it. That's all I have to say. Let's uh, let's get in there. It's in one of those story songs, Joseph. So. All right. Let's hear it. to the other side he came through clear as day well as I knew he would he had some things to say he said someday girl this life you know it's over you'll be looking back at all you've done and seen It'll be playing back in front of you like on a picture screen. And you'll have less regrets of just these words you heed. Don't be afraid. Don't live in fear. Don't let that light inside your heart fade. It's the reason you are here, troubles they come Well that's okay It's part of being human That's the reason that you came Cause someday girl, this life you know it's over You'll be looking back at all you've done and seen Playing back in front of you like on a picture screen. You'll regret those times you let fear take the lead. Always be kind, no matter what. You may think you know what's up with someone else. Well, you do not. We tend to fear. Things we don't know So when someone or thing is different Maybe learn things they can show Cause someday girl this life you know it's over You'll be looking back at all you've done and seen It'll be playing back in front of you like on a picture screen You'll regret those times that you chose to be mean. Cause you got that light, let it shine bright. It lives inside your heart, it brings day to any night. It feels like love, it's warm and free. So when your head just don't know where to go Close your eyes, your heart will see Cause someday, girl, this life, you know it's over And you'll be looking back at all you've done and seen It'll be playing back in front of you Like on a picture screen And you will see that all that really matters love you leave the love you leave 
leave, it's the love you leave. The love you leave, it's the love you leave. The love you leave is all that really matters is. It's the love you leave. Wow. Songwriters in the world, listen up. You don't you take go home. You don't have to write songs anymore. Kelly <laughs> wrote the ultimate song and it's done now. We're done. <laughs> wow. That is my new favorite song. That was so great. Man, that was just tapped in. Tapped in. Good. Thanks. Right? Uh, my dad. <laughs> my dad talking to me being in my heart to sing wow what a <laughs> song what a, let's talk about it at the other side of these words on tnt i said could she die and the doctor said she could it was so scary when i started clawing at my neck and trying to breathe and i thought no, what are we going to do if I die here? <laughs> How's everyone going to go on? When someone's gravely sick or injured in the bush, they rely on the Royal Flying Doctor service. But now the Flying Doctor needs your help to fund vital medical equipment and supplies. Please search Flying Doctor online to give a regular gift of just $10. You can help equip the Flying Doctor's teams to respond to any emergency anywhere. Search Flying Doctor online. Become a part of the Royal Flying Doctor service and help save lives in the bush. There are 16 million children struggling with hunger in America. That's one in five daughters, sons, neighbors and classmates who don't know where their next meal is coming from. Yet billions of pounds of good food go to waste every year. It's time we do something about it. Feeding America is a nationwide network of food banks that helps provide meals to millions of kids and families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to help them feed even more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. So The Love You Leave was the song we just heard from Kelly Swindle. What a song. I love it. It's got all my favorite themes in it. It's so true that like you have flashes sometimes in meditation or something. Um, you have those insights when you realize I would, you know, you're not going to regret loving too much, for instance, and, and just how short this life is and to and we're mired in fear so much. It's like this wild thing we were talking about the ego and i think of the ego like a junkyard dog right and if you're identify if you're throwing your whole identity into that junkyard dog and then you're behind the fence acting like a dog barking at everything and you think that's protecting you because that's the invention of like you made up from a traumatized childhood which news flash all of us have had traumatized childhoods to some degree or another so then we're just living our lives half the time as junkyard dogs and the ego gets sort of cast as this like bad figure don't be your ego is not your amigo but if you take your identity out of your ego then he becomes just like this little trusty companion that you go on a walk with and he's not barking at anybody but he's just wagging his tail and he's like 
you know, if if somebody confronts you, you need to set a boundary, he'll do a little rough, rough. But then you don't get on all fours and start barking with him, acting like him. You're just like, that's my dog. Okay. I'm a, I'm big. over here, though, chilling, yeah. you know? <laughs> ego has, yeah, a task. Like, if we didn't have an ego, we wouldn't be an individual. We wouldn't be able to experience things as as a, as a human being. That Like, that's it's part of being a human is having this, this, it's a task. But yes, when we identify with it, then we think, oh, no, we have to do that to keep, my, keep it safe. And our idea of safe is so warped. And like, mm-hmm. and usually it's counterproductive is like of what safe is. And, and the things we fear are usually the things that are oftentimes like good for us actually. And we're just afraid to go for it, but that's a whole other thing. But yes, exactly. Identifying with the ego that is, but it, it's, we don't have to, we don't kill our ego. There's no, when we die, our ego's dead. Like, no, like it's a, it's the little dog. It's our buddy. It's our friend that can serve us. Our ego can serve us actually. It's just, mm-hmm. they, just they just have to know who's in charge. So. For sure. Yeah, just throw him a frisbee. Let him let him run after a frisbee. But the thing I liked about that song was it seemed like the message coming from your dad was was essentially that, like the part of you that is open, that is willing to mm-hmm. love, that is not afraid. Because the ego, when your identity's on that, is a fear based structure. So, just the fact that the biggest regret you're going to have is how much you let were led by fear over faith. That seemed to be the central message. 1,000%. That's exactly what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. You got it, Joe. <laughs> That's why I love it. It's, it's the message. <laughs> like, if there is a message that we all need, that's it. And that's, that's what's so amazing that your dad... You know, it's weird because I, I'm... I. I consider myself to be Christian and we're not supposed to believe in mediums or astrology. But when you said this is like the moment of Capricorn and discipline and getting your stuff together, that's exactly where I am. And astrology does that so much. It's hard for me to deny. And then you have this experience of going to a medium and that's supposed to be a no-no in terms of Christianity. Like, But it seems like that was a really beneficial thing you did, right? 1000%. But I would also say, Joseph, and that's, and this is, I don't even know if we have time to get it because I feel like this is an hour conversation itself. Because, you know, I was raised very, um, very, uh, and I think there's different types of Christians. And what I mean by that is in terms of like some, just depending on who you talk to, like different, not sects, but what denominations or beliefs, right. like some people are more okay with other things than, than others. So it just depends on, but yes, 1000%. When I, the way I was raised, which was a, you know, evangelical fundamentalists in Georgia. So there's probably a different Georgia's probably a little different than the West. I'm not, I'm not sure, but uh, in terms of, you know, what kind of, what type of Christian, but absolutely. It was like, no, no astrology, none of this. But um, I, I, I also, I, I felt like as I, a lot of that was a, the, the misinterpretations of of um mm. of, of text honestly and uh even some some of it is even like subverted i would say so i i i got to i'm a i'm in a place where i'm like i i think i i have a pretty good barometer and yeah it's 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 definitely helped me and i feel like it's from god as well i definitely think it's from god and uh, mm. and I, I I I hesitate to get too much into it because I see we only have twelve minutes left. <laughs> so I, I, maybe that's another <laughs> and a whole other thing to get into because I have, you know, I was raised that way till I was eighteen, and um, 
And I can talk all about that journey. And my dad kind of went on the same thing, certain things. And the Bible that we, uh, that I was told, I, I think are very much uh, mis- is misinterpreted uh, by man and uh, distortions. And, but the, the, the spirit is there, the spirit of truth, um, as opposed to the letter of it and like the letter of the law, you know what I mean? And so, but that's, again, that's a, that's another, that's another thing, but long story short, like you said, it helps me. And, and I think there's, there's definitely, I think there's definitely truth in that because God is in everything. Um, and you know, everything is of God and yeah, the end, put that little button there. <laughs> the end. Yeah. You know, it's interesting too, because like, I, I think about that in terms of the power of manifestation. That's also, I don't, I don't really know Christian. I, I call myself a Christian, but I don't know that I like qualify or something like that. I don't know the Bible really. I practice yoga. I think astrology is pretty neat. <laughs> you I know, think like Jesus you said, would like be really into that. I think Jesus <laughs> would be yeah. cool if now. But also children? manifestation though is this similar thing because that's supposed to be kind of a no-no or the secret is demonic or whatnot. But there's things that Jesus said that were like along those lines, like ask, you know, ask and you shall receive or those kind of things. If you ask through me, if you, if you know your father, you could almost say like consciousness or your imagination. And if you're coming from that place, or if you look at like Lot's wife who looked back and turned into pillars of salt or a pillar of salt, don't look back, keep forward motion. You know, there's like, there's relationships there, but you're right. This could be a long conversation and we should hear another song from you. What do you got I want to say us? one more thing. I, I have, okay. I, I okay. will say one more thing. I do have something for you, but I think something we've forgotten and by we, I mean, this has been for hundreds of years, all the great spiritual teachers and in general, it, it's, our, we speak in, me, speak in metaphor. It's, it's metaphorical. It's not literal. A lot of these things. Right. And like, do you know what I mean? So it, it, yeah. it's like, we take things literally it's like no this is this is literally what it says and this is literally what happened and it's like i don't know because the language of the unconscious the language of mysticism of spirituality are symbols and pictures we don't have words for that so that's why we that's why the great teachers speak in parables and metaphor and, mm-hmm. and when you start trying to put exact words and letters of laws, and this is what it is, we are no longer like you're, you're out of the realm of, of spirit. You can't define God just like you can't you can't use words. These are man-made things, man made up words, just like we made up translations and, and all these things. So I, it, it's when you start to when, when people start to get like really letter of the law and this is what it is. I think we're that's literally that's what Jesus came to say. We're not into this anymore. Like he, he was all mm. about the spirit and not the letter. And that's why he was like, I'm don't go to the pharisees and the sadducees the religious leaders of the day because because they're 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 off they're misinterpreting it they fell off the boat so anyway the end yeah he said also don't don't call me a guru don't call me your teacher you have that spirit in you as well and everything don't need other people Yes. Yeah, everything I did, you you can do greater if you can conceive of yourself as greater. And therein lies the rub, because he could conceive himself as the greatest, you know, you know, the sort of whatever, the, the, the biggest fru- uh, fruition of what a human being can be. 
Uh, and it's and a reflection so, of God. so many of us struggle with that. But he said, if yeah. you could conceive of yourself as big as me, you can be as big as me. And people are totally. like, nah, I don't believe you, Jesus. On that one, you're lying. You know, it's like, okay. Right. I don't yeah. know. Anyway. Yeah, picking and choose. No, totally. Like, I would love to, yeah, keep talking about that because... Yeah, I mean, when he he's basically saying, yeah, because we are, and it says in other parts of the Bible, you know, we are reflections of God. We're made in God's image. We are, and 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 we have a direct connection. And that, that's the other thing he mm -hmm. was saying. Like you said, he came here to be like, yo, you don't need to go to the temple and have right. people he, tell you how to do this thing. He specifically you know said that. Inside that's of true. You. He literally said that. So. All right, sing us a song, Kelly, because of time. We got to get off this. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Let's crazy okay. conversation. So I'm, I'm, I wasn't gonna sing. I wasn't gonna sing this one. I was gonna sing a more upbeat one, but I feel like singing another more meditative one. So this is called Linear Delusions. I think you might all dig right. it. It's it's all about you know time being an illusion. Maybe someday we'll you know it's and we're just confined when we confine ourselves to uh, you know what I'll just I'll just sing it. But it's about once you get out of this uh, the limited here limited uh human human consciousness there's so much more beyond that and we are yes our body dies but we are more than just our body and anyway this is called linear delusions don't get caught up right. in the linear time delusions because time is a construct and it doesn't really exist oh here we go here we go just can't seem to care anymore I just can't seem to let myself be bothered All the things I let hold weight over me Only leave me feeling smothered Cause things fall apart They're destined from the start and linear delusions are just that Life's a circle, not a line Behind the blinds of time Death is only an illusion, that's a fact Cause linear delusions are just that my bar I overhear a girl afraid of what's in store for the world and I can't help suppress a smile what a time to be alive we might destroy ourselves and die or evolve so hard free ourselves from the trials As things fall apart they're destined from the start and linear Delusions are just that Life's a circle, not a line Each breath is the divine Death is only an illusion That's a fact Cause linear delusions are just that
this skin I live in just a cocoon I'm wrapped here in The pain's only my insides dissolving And rather than freak someday I'll no longer be me I surrender to this force from which I'm coming Cause things fall apart They're destined from a start And linear delusions are just that Life's a circle, not a line As long as there is time Death is only an illusion, that's a fact Cause linear delusions are just that. Life's a circle, not a line. Ain't no such thing as time Death is only transformation That's a fact Cause linear delusions are just that Pelly Swindle, Linear Delusions I'm telling you, a finer songwriter and lyricist do not exist And my junkyard dog is over here barking beside me Saying, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> But he's he's just gonna have to. St- I'm gonna throw him a frisbee because Kelly, you are knocking it out of the park with these songs. Now this is all the new stuff, right? That's getting ready to be recorded. Yeah, yeah I got to figure that wow. out. I, I got to figure out the recording, but exactly, it's happening this year. I got to get it out. It's it's time. I have it's time to make it happen. So it you will. are incredible. I'm not blowing smoke. These are just as good as anybody who writes songs. I mean, it's it's uh, just the top tier stuff, and and it's the themes of it are just exactly what the world needs right now. So, um, yeah, overcome whatever limitations you've got imposing you, and tell tell folks where to find you uh, before yeah, we run out you. of time. Yeah, come find me. It's a uh... You can go to kellyswindle.com um, or Instagram. I'll spell my name because it's not how it sounds. It's Kelly, K-E-L-L-E-Y. Swindle is like S-W-I-N-D-A-L-L. And just find me online. That's where I am. That's where the stuff gets posted. These songs aren't out yet, but I think there's like some live videos on YouTube and stuff where you can hear it. And I'll put some stuff out soon. So, yeah. Well, I would love to work with you on it if... Uh... Uh, if you ever want to do any work together because i believe in your talent uh in an extreme way it's uh it's ridiculous i remember like i opened up the show with with the jersey house concert at our friend drew's and being bowled over then but these new songs are even you know you've evolved it's it's wonderful to see and thank you for coming on the show as well i love you joe thank you thanks for having me it's so good to see you i'm gonna come out to arizona i'm gonna come see y'all Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's hike Camelback. That'll, uh, yeah, that'll kick all the demons out of your head. All right, we got to wrap it up, but we will be back with more after these words on TNT. TNT.